Baby, it's you. You're, you're the, the one, one I, I love. Oh. <laughs> you're the one I, don't. I need. I apparently don't Only know Only one I see. Come on, baby, baby it's you. <laughs> Welcome to the In the Wild podcast, where we navigate the wild internally and externally. Follow us for short weekly episodes about living and growing in the natural environment, where we explore lessons learned in nature and how they help us become our biggest, most wild selves. This is In the Wild. Welcome to Wild Wednesday. Walking like a wild Wednesday. We should do like a mind meld where it's like, you know, have you seen that thing where they like, you just look at each other and you start talking to see if you say the same thing? Have you seen those videos? Um, I'm terrified. No. It's really scary. Um, I don't want to do that. I did it. Like that will make us, well, that will either like bond our souls in a way that we'll never be able to walk more than five feet apart. Walk. Like we're bound at the soul. Yes. Also, it's like on Cranium, that game where you mind meld. Mind meld. I digress. Um, um, <laughs> so, so, welcome. Well, welcome to, to Wild, Wild Wednesday. Wednesday. We did it. <laughs> I'm Julia. I'm Kelsey. I don't think we have, we haven't introduced ourselves oh, yeah. like, ever. We're on episode 22 and I don't think we've ever introduced ourselves. Me no, me yeah. Julia. <laughs> My name is Kelsey. Welcome to In the Wild. And it is episode 22. Like yes. Just said. What are we talking about? What are we diving into today, guys? Episode 22, it has to be you. We're going to be diving into the hard truths about accountability mm. and how it shows up in our daily lives. No, thank you. I know. No, thanks. <laughs> so that's the end. <laughs> yes. So the motivation behind this episode was, I was like, we need to like tell some hard truths. Let, let's tell the people what they need to hear. <laughs> and that we started like sharing the hard truths that we had come up with. And right. it's weird because they all came down to accountability, this pesky little thing. Right? It's really interesting when we think about the hard truths of life. Often the hard truth is that it might be our responsibility. We might be accountable to showing up or moving through a barrier. Man, we were like, okay. We have yeah. to shift this episode. <laughs> and uh, it's hard to realize that you are responsible for your own bullshit. <laughs> yeah, dude. And that's a hard truth. And I think that we want to say just right at the top of this episode that we throughout this episode are going to be talking about day-to-day -day life. We're talking about general things. We want to just throw a disclaimer out there that you know, at no point are we referring to folks who are experiencing, you know, physical violence, for example, mm -hmm. or legitimate crimes. Um, that would be something very different. So yes. just putting that right at the top, we are talking about day to day life. Um, we'll give general like surface level examples of hard truths. Um, and when we are talking about ac accountability, we are talking about the things that are within our control, um, not necessarily some of the external forces of society. Thank you, Kelsey, because the things we're going to be sharing today might hurt to hear. If they, if they draw out emotions in you, chances are it's because of something you really needed to hear. So when yeah. you start feeling these emotions and these responses to the things we're going to be sharing, this is what it comes down to is your responsibility to chew on these and to figure out if it applies to you and why it's evoking emotions and how you can grow through it. Absolutely. Resistance is great data. So when we experience resistance, whether it be in a yoga pose, for example, or with hearing a hard truth, that is great data to know where our work is. So 
I invite you as we chat through this little bite-sized episode about accountability, um, notice what comes up. Do you experience resistance on some tips and tricks and not others? That's good data. Do some hard truths roll right off the shoulders and down the back or do some slap you right in the cheek? You never know. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Well, we're about to find out. We're about to find out. So you so. are about to know. You actually are about to know. <laughs> so we, number one. <laughs> number one. We have five hard truths for you. Yes. In relations, in relationship to accountability. So hard truth number one, Kelsey. Hard truth number one is that bad things are going to happen and they're not necessarily personal. And again, when we say that, we're talking about general quote unquote, bad things that can happen in the day. You know, people cut you off in traffic. Mm. Um, There's a shift in your job, perhaps, like maybe something changed with your career um, or within your family dynamic, or there's an uncomfortable conversation. Those types of things, they're going to happen. And I want a disclaimer, caveat, caveat, asterisk, asterisk, that even if something happens to you that is personal. If somebody personally Mm -hmm. um, criticizes you or personally breaks up with you or personally fires you, right? Right. Don't take it personal. Yeah. Because there is, there is three parts to truth. Yeah. There is your side, their side, and the actual truth. Mm -hmm. And so even in a world where things are happening to you Mm -hmm. or they feel like they're happening to you and personally to you, you cannot take it personal because the world is not personal. It's not actually personal, even though it feels like it is. That's true. The world is moving and grooving, and she's going to be doing that until we are long gone. <laughs> so yeah, I wonder how it's going to end. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Comet? The apocalypse episode. That's what we... <laughs> yeah. Episode 323, we're coming at you apocalypse. from the surface of Mars. <laughs> and- <laughs> <laughs> we're floating off into the abyss we don't know if anyone will we ever hear this episode um we're running out of oxygen we've ran out of food rations can you imagine can you- <laughs> anyway anyways Ooh, so, sorry about that so bad things they do happen and i think that that is just an inevitable number one hard truth that is something to take in and just accept as a part of reality because if we are in that space of surprise when bad things happen in our day, it we lose the sense of composure and our own personal control and accountability that we can show up in or show up with in those moments. Yeah. And um, with the bad things happening to you, I lost my train of thought. That's fine. That was a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> so... Bad thing happened, right? (laughs) We lost our train of thought. But then it's like, well, that's just a part of it. Like, that's a part of the whole process. So, Oh, I remember now. Oh, go for it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I lost it again. (laughs) Oh, yes. The world ebbs and flows. Mm -hmm. And bad things have to happen for you to understand and uh, enjoy the good things. Yeah. So... (laughs) All of that for that simple common sense statement. But bad things are going to happen. They are inevitable. They cannot be avoided. It is impossible. Even if you live in a bubble, the bubble is probably the bad thing. Yeah. Bad things have to happen. They're going to happen. They're going to happen to you. They're going to happen by you, for you, from you, around you, to people you know, to people you don't. Yeah. And it's just a hard truth. Absolutely. Um, we (laughs) We talk about like the inevitability of like our life cycle. I mean, that's a bad thing too or can feel like a bad thing of like loss or um 
the aging process, things like that. Like those are just natural parts of life and they're also inevitable. It's a hard truth that that is part of this big wild world. And in nature, I don't know if you ever followed the Instagram page, Nature is Metal. Oh, I love it. I can't because it it gets me thinking too much. It makes me feel too bad about yeah. nature. But <laughs> the gazelle has to be eaten to feed the pride of lions. Yeah. Bad for the gazelle, pretty good for the lion. Yeah. So bad is also subjective. It is relative. Mm-hmm. And you get to decide what is bad. Yes. And so with this first tip of that bad things happen, that's just a hard truth. That is a hard truth about being alive and about being a human. The next tip that we have is that we are responsible for how we show up in the world. Yeah, which is was one of the hardest things for me to understand. So we have there's this word out there and it is this buzzword that everyone uses. Yeah. Triggered. Yes. I am triggered. You triggered me. Yes. And the response to that is that in the world, in your life, how you show up means you are responsible for not what happens to you, but how you heal through it. If you are triggered by something, it is your responsibility to do the work to heal that hole or to heal that that damage. Right. It's true. We're responsible for our own healing and the way that we respond to things in the world. And of course, people are responsible for how they treat others as well. But that does not remove the accountability and the responsibility that we all have to our own healing and the way that we are going to grow and move beyond our past. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And furthermore, in the world, when things happen, you get fired, your boyfriend dumps you, you stub your toe. You you can't be responsible for everything that happens in the world, right? That's impossible, right? There are yeah. so many crazy things going on out there. You can't, right. you aren't responsible for that. Yeah. The only thing you are responsible for and you have to hold yourself accountable for is how you react. Yes. Your response. Because that is the only thing that really matters. What happens to you, what what what, what comes in, in into your life that creates challenge isn't the, isn't the point. It isn't right. the thing that's valuable. Bad things happen. It is how you move through it, how you come to it, how you rea- react, how you respond, how you speak, how yeah. you interact. You are only responsible for you. Yes. And you have to be responsible for your emotions, your reactions, your statements, your responses. Absolutely. And it is a hard truth to say, okay, bad things are going to happen. And this is one of those bad things. I'm going to respond in this way with love with love with compassion with compassion with you know approach with curiosity whatever it looks like in that moment is a very tough thing to do that is rooted in personal accountability and knowing the hard truth that you know it's not personal that you know it's raining on the wedding day or whatever like mm. <laughs> you know you think yeah. about these random Why just is this happening to me yeah where people mm. just lose it because they're like oh my gosh you know i can't believe this is happening a wild example right a wild example for me right now is i have been living with my family since relocating to north carolina for two years okay two years i just want to put that out there that is a long time to be living with family whom i love dearly and it is still a long time it can be very challenging and i'm so excited because i finally have picked a new place i'm excited to be moving into it i've done all the things that i need to to be ready 
they call me, you know, less than a week in advance and they say, hey, we've had a delay. It's a new construction. There's this final thing we have to do. We're sorry. It's going to be a few more weeks. I had a choice in that moment. My choice was to either completely lose my shit because, oh my God, it's already been two years. I can't wait another couple of weeks. You know, this is inconvenient, right? I could have had a total meltdown because of an inconvenience. Or what I did do was say, okay, you know what? That just is what it is. I can't change it. I can't, you know, call someone and yell at them. This just is what it is. And it's okay. There are worse things in this world. Um, It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be kind of bummed out. But my response gave me so much power to say, oh, well, it is what it is. I'm going to go about my weekend. Oh, guess what? I guess I don't have to be lugging boxes today. I'll do it on a different day. Yeah. You move on. Yeah, my real world, real, 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 world, real world in the wild example is my mother is one of my closest friends or my closest relationships. And in her life, she wasn't afforded the ability to heal and grow the way I was. She mm-hmm. was a mother of three working hours upon hours upon hours in these situations that I never, I'll never have to understand. Right. And in later in life, we talk and she wants to vent. And for many years, I used to be like, well, why aren't you doing this? Well, why don't you just do that? And why don't you do this? And why don't you just do that? This, the sense of judgment, the sense of criticism, the sense of like providing a solution for her. Right. And it wasn't through this process of all the healing and all the growth and all the things that I've been doing that I realized that she didn't want to be judged. Yeah. She wanted to be heard. And so the day I approached our relationship with curiosity mm-hmm. and just an open ear with active listening and compassion, our relationship changed. Right. And now instead of being like, oh, mom's calling me and I wonder what it is today. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, how can I listen for you? How can I show up for you? How can I not respond in this way that's like judgmental or criticizing or from this place of well, why don't you just do this? Yeah. And it changed our relationship. And now I get to look at my mom through a whole new lens mm-hmm. of All she wanted was to be heard because her life is her life and it's going in her way and things are happening to her. And all she wants is a friend to just simply listen. Yeah. And and I had to realize that I was showing up for in a way for her that wasn't wasn't productive. So I I chose to show up differently and it changed our relationship. Yeah. And that's a really beautiful example of accountability. And it shows that regardless of the relationship or the career or wherever we are in our lives, if we take accountability for the way that we're showing up, it will change the dynamic for that space. It will. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that is a great transition into tip three or hard hard truth truth number number three. three. (laughs) Hard truth number three is that you are responsible for your future. You're not going to give it to me? Yeah. <laughs> you mean I have to work? I want for an it? egg. I want a gold egg. Daddy, I want I it want now. <laughs> I used to know that whole song. I believe that. I love I... Baruch Assault. My, we used to say my sister was Baruch Assault because she was real bossy. Yes. But I want to, I created this term and I want to use it. It's not fun to hear. Yeah. I think humans have silver platter syndrome. Yeah, dude. I mean, some of them do no we all do all of us you and me all of us humans (laughs) humans all of us we are designed by nature to want 
and yes, to receive. This is true. This and is true. It, it's really easy if we say, well, I didn't get it, so I can't have it. Well, getting it isn't the same as acquiring it or developing it or growing into it. Yeah. We want to be given things. We want to be gifted things. I mean, people's love languages are gifts, acts mm-hmm. of service. Mine's acts of service. Mine is words of affirmation. Which is a, someone is giving you something that yes. makes you feel something. All of love languages involve physical touch. I'm giving you a touch. Yeah. Like it, it all, the whole hum, humankind, humanity itself is designed to want to be given things. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the hard truth is, you, ha- you can't just sit and wait for things to be given to you. You have to, you are in control of the design of your future. That's true. And that is a really hard truth. Like, I imagine, so when I first thought of this, I felt a lot of resistance because I'm like, what do you mean that I'm responsible for my future and I'm in control of my future, you know? And then I think about all of the barriers I've encountered or the challenges. And we all have something, something that has been in our way or we feel that has been in the way of our future. And that is real resistance. Like that is real resistance. And to me, I thought, okay, that's data. That's where my work is. And it's true. I am responsible for my future and the way that I get there and show up in it. And that is true for all of us. The amount of work that we put in to whatever future we want, whether it's a career, a type of relationship, a particular health and fitness level, we are responsible for getting us to that goal. Nobody else will get us there for us. Yeah. Nobody can hand you your world on a silver platter and say, here, I did this for you. It's all yours. Right. That's impossible. But if it's possible, call me. Yeah. I mean, I wanna... think about how appealing the lottery is because L- small risk, large reward. Right. Why do you think there's always 400 million to a billion dollars in there? Yes. Because we have silver platter syndrome. You have silver platter syndrome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so why? It's okay. And Kelsey and I were actually just talking about this and we're like, we're afraid to ruffle feathers in this episode. Yeah. But your feathers need ruffled. Mine did. My yeah. life didn't change. I was a victim. I was a victim yeah. in every sense of my life. My anxiety, my eating disorder, right. all of my failed relationships. Everything happened to me and it wasn't my fault. I'm trying so hard. I'm crying every day. Right. It wasn't until I realized that if if I didn't take responsibility for all the things that were happening in my life, yeah. aside from legitimate crimes, mm-hmm. legitimate victimhood, right? physical victimhood, yeah. I was never going to change. Right. I had to realize that my luggage was my luggage. Absolutely. And Julia's totally right. Like, it is very nerve wracking to come on our podcast and share hard truths that were hard for us to hear. We can't, I mean, we imagine it is, it could be hard for you to hear as well. And we love you so much that we are going through that feeling of, fear and vulnerability to share these hard truths that really impacted us and have shaped our future, our projects, our relationships. And I completely agree. I mean, what you said resonates in terms of how I felt like I just bad things were happening to me and I couldn't just get past them. Like, why can't I just get by? I mean, a great example is dating. I was so frustrated. Why isn't dating working out? And it's like, well, fuck it. I'm going to be who the fuck I want to date. Mm-hmm. And then the right person will come to me. And guess yeah. what? That happened. Same. I was a nightmare to date. 
I was codependent, obsessive, fell into love quick, fell out of love even quicker. Yeah. I wanted all of your time with no energy put in. I wanted to be completely a blubbering, vulnerable mess of like, here's all my negative attributes. Right. And then I'm like, well, why doesn't anyone want to stay? And it wasn't until I realized that it was my responsibility to to get to grow. No one was going to fix me. Right. Which we'll get to in a later tip. But yes, you're responsible for your own shit. Exactly. And if I think one thing I'll say too is I uh in my day job am in human resources and like something that I have seen is when people have consistently like hey here's a verbal warning this you know this thing that you're doing is not working for the company. Okay? Then they keep doing the thing. Okay, now there's a written warning. Okay, well, guess what? Now you're on a performance improvement plan and we're meeting every week and this there's still no improvement. And then when that person ultimately gets fired from their employment, it is their responsibility that that has occurred because there has been a progressive disciplinary action over many, many, many months. And at that point, there's no one responsible but you. Like you have had an opportunity many times to course correct and get on the right track. So that's something that comes to mind as well, which, yeah, it might be a little bit surface level, but you'd be amazed at how often I see that. How often I see, you know, people who are like, oh, I can't believe this job didn't work out. And it's like, well, can you can you not? Or if you're actually looking at the reality of how you progressed in this position or the times you didn't show up, show up or put your best foot forward, if you're real with yourself, really? Like you can't see how you got here? Is it that you can't yeah. see or that you don't want to see? Right. Because it can be really painful to see that we got ourselves somewhere we don't want to be. And I want to reiterate that it can feel really crappy when you realize you're responsible for yourself. Yeah. And it can feel really you can feel like you've gone 10 steps back. You're like, I've been doing this to me. Yeah. I've been doing it. I've been responsible this whole time. And it can feel really alarming. But speak your truth. Because when I first started telling people, I'm neurotic, I'm this, I'm anxious, I have intrusive thoughts, I have an eating disorder, and I don't know how to heal it. I don't know how to get through any of this. I took responsibility for it. Yeah. It changed my life. And I was actually able to name it, tame it, and move through it. Fuck yeah, dude. Mm, mm, mm. Name it and tame it. Name it and tame it. <laughs> Perfect. Moving on to hardship yes. number four. This one, this was the hardest truth for me to understand. Hell yeah. You're in your own way. Yes. You're you're the only barrier to your success. Right. Exactly. And yes, again, we will say we know that there are some forces out there in the world. We're not talking about those forces. We are talking about the day-to-day, you know, okay, you want to get in be- better shape. All right. You're responsible for that. Like, we have to make the plan, take action and move forward on that. You want a better career, same thing. You want to start a new project. You want a better relationship. The same protocol applies repeatedly that it is always coming back to me. And how can I remove myself from my own way so that I can get to my success? Absolutely. And if you write the story of how nothing can ever go right for you. You can never succeed. Everything is so challenging. Everything is so hard. This and that and the other thing are in your way. You're the person that reads that story that you've just written. Yes. And it's easy to believe it when you've created it. Absolutely. And that is a hard truth when we find ourselves in a reality that we don't like. And then we realize, oh, I created this story. I created this story. I added to this story. But 
I want to note that there's power in that to recognize that, oh yeah, you know what? I did fucking create this and I can create a better one. I can create the one that I want. Burn the boats. Burn the boats. Burn the boats. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like accountability can suck. Like the resistance, we totally understand and it can feel really shitty, but it can also feel so empowering and amazing to recognize okay, you know what, if I cre- if I created this, I can certainly create what I want. Yes. And once you realize you are standing in front of you not letting you succeed, all you have to do is step to the side and let, yeah. your- let yourself through. It's Get very easy. Way. And you have to see it before you can believe it. Yes. You got to see it to believe it. I see it to believe it. <laughs> and the accountability aspect is realizing that you can open your eyes, look in the mirror and realize you're right in front of you blocking your own way. Yeah. I think a really interesting example of being in your own way is um, w- the intrusive thoughts. <laughs> what happened? I have a really good example. Please Incredible. Go, first. go first. So I was thinking about our intrusive thoughts episode um, where we just talked about like different negative thought patterns that can get in our own way. And that's a great example. We're like, okay, if we know that we have a negative thought pattern that just gets in our way every day, that's an easy space to start to say, you know what, I actually don't have any evidence to support that negative thought. I'm just not going to, I'm going to, I'm going to not going to think it right now, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if it's something about ourselves or our future, whatever we're thinking, like, that is an easy space to start questioning and approaching with curiosity and wondering, you know what, if I didn't have that thought, would my day or my future look differently? Would my relationship, my job, would it look differently? Because if I wake up every day and I think, oh, I hate my job. Well, guess what? You're starting your day off thinking, I hate my job. It might be true. You might hate it. But if we flip the script, flip the script. and approach it with curiosity and think, okay, you know what? I do hate my job. What are my options? And then go from there. And what are my opportunities? What are my More opportunities? So with this desi- this dysfunction, dysregulation, desire to get away. Exactly. There's opportunity in that. Yeah, because if we're just sitting in the resistance, oh, I hate my job. Oh, I'm tired of my relationship. I'm frustrated with my health and fitness level. Okay, that is great information. Where is the opportunity and how can you remove the barrier of just a negative thought pattern because that is not going to move you forward Mm -hmm. and in most like relationships have you ever heard the concept of like if you have an issue don't come to me unless you have a solution or an idea for a solution Mm -hmm. and in the world in in reality in the wild we are so apt to just say i'm unhappy and that's it we have no idea where to go yeah and then you're stuck with just the i'm unhappy part because there's no direction I'm unhappy with this and I can see myself being happy here. You just created an opportunity to explore. Absolutely. And I think that one thing that I've heard um, from myself and others in the past is, well, I just don't have the motivation. And it's not necessarily about motivation. It's about allowing discipline to find you because you know you want to be somewhere different different you know you want a brighter future a better this a better that whatever it is you know you want that allow discipline to you know fuel you and move you into that space of success whatever it is it's not about motivation it's about knowing and aligning with your integrity and getting out of your own fucking way 
Can I tell you my in the wild example of being in my own way? I'm ready. So when I was about 13 years old, uh, my family and our family friends, both of our families, we had a cottage on the Juniata River. And we would walk up through the river yeah. and go to this rope swing that was just up across the river. It was this big wide river. And there was one one spot where the rocks were a little higher and it created just a little like V-shaped rapid. Yeah. And all of the older kids were already up at the rope swing. And my best friend, Sarah, and I were like wanting to meet them up there. So we're 13. We're walking up the river, which yeah. is, you know, waist, waist deep. Right. And we get to the rapids and we thought, well, let's just go through the middle. Yeah. Because for some reason it, it looked less, you know, your 13 yeah. year old brain is thinking all the water's coming directly to the center. Let's sure. walk through it. Yeah. You know, it looks better than all these ripples over here to the side. So we're walking up the middle and it, the current gets so strong. Yeah. And meanwhile, I'm telling you, it's thigh deep right so I crouch down and I hold onto the rocks because I'm scared the current's really strong and I start crying because I'm stuck oh I'm stuck I can't go <laughs> up it's Julia. too strong yeah the current is pulling me down and if I would have just let go and realized that I could just stand up yeah. and walk down the river right I would have been fine I would have gotten out of my own way but I was committed to this idea that I was unsafe in this two foot deep water right and if I would have just gotten out of my own way and allowed myself the ability to use my critical thinking and come back down yeah. it would have changed everything so that just was like my it popped in my brain I'm like yeah have you ever seen the meme of the kid that's like like I can't sleep like drowning and right the mom's like stand up absolutely you know, that was literally that example get out of your own way yes yeah. a thousand percent I ha I too have been in that scenario where I was in the ocean and like got knocked down by a wave same thing it was like three feet of water I was freaking out and then realized I could just stand up and life is often like that life is often that way where we are totally floundering we're stuck in our ways we're frustrated you know we're pissed off we feel like everything is happening to us and then it just takes a moment of recognition to stand up and think oh actually I can just walk right out of this wave you sure can yeah you can just get out of your own way absolutely and move forward yes so amazing transition into our last hard truth <laughs> which is there is no cavalry. Nobody is coming to save us. We are responsible for coming to our own aid. You are the hero of your own story. Yes, absolutely. And it, again, the resistance might be real. <laughs> like feeling this sense of, what do you mean? Like no one's coming to save me. I mean, I felt a lot of resistance when I first heard this but then I thought no you know what I'm empowered by that I'm empowered knowing that it is my responsibility to save myself and that has powered me through some insanely big life transitions from mm -hmm. everything from learning new skills to getting a divorce to loss great loss right I have been able to power through knowing that I'm responsible for myself and I'll do anything for her yeah. Yeah. I remember in my 20s when I was in the depths of my eating disorder, yeah. my, <clears throat> excuse me, in the depths of my eating disorder and in the depths of my deep rooted self-loathing and anxiety. And I used to tell myself, I used to cry, look in the mirror and say, when somebody is going to come save you, yeah. somebody is going to love you through it. They're going to love you enough to allow you to heal. Right. And then I realized that no one was going to scoop me up. 
Right. No one was going to fix me. For one, no one even knew what was going on. It was so reclusive and hidden. And I remember thinking, is, if someone could just love me, yeah, they could fix me. They could heal me. Right. And I realized one day that nobody's coming. Yeah. Because you done dug a hole, little girl, and you in it deep. Yes. Nobody wants to be around you because you are a nightmare. Because I created a life of fucking misery and victimhood and pain and self-loathing and running from the I, the simple concepts of healing. I'm like, right. well, I just need someone to love me and I'll quit being bulimic. Right. Where's the logic? Yes. And it wasn't until I stepped out into the unknown, I f- sought professional help. I went to therapy for 10 different yes. challenges. And my life came together when I realized that no one's going to save you. If you aren't willing to save yourself, then you'll stay in the same cycle. Absolutely. And I think that the thought of when this happens, insert event, right, then. So it's like, well, when this thing happens, then I'll be happy. When I make that amount of money, I'll be happy. When I'm loved, you know, I'll be able to thrive, whatever. Like we we have these ideas of when a thing happens, we'll finally start living our life and everything will come together. And often that thing that we're waiting for is not even something that we're in control of. We've picked some sort of external force or we've considered that external forces are at play, which is why we don't have it yet. So no noting that and recognizing, okay, life is happening right now. I'm in it right now. And the only thing I have is the present moment. I'm responsible. I am responsible for this moment and everything onward. And nobody else is responsible for that but me. And nobody can save you. Yeah. Nobody's going to come and save you. Yeah. It's and all even, you. Even when it feels like somebody saves you. Mm-hmm. Even when it feels like somebody loved me enough to get me through it. They didn't do the work. Right. They didn't do the healing. They loved you. They supported you. But you did that. Absolutely. You have to continue to do that because if we are constantly waiting, silver platter syndrome, for someone to come and solve our problems, are our problems actually being solved? Yeah. And I think like a a really simple, tangible example of there's no cavalry is boundary setting, right? Like nobody else is going to set boundaries for us because it benefits others for us to not have them. So if I want better boundaries, it is my responsibility only to set those boundaries and ensure that they are upheld. Now, if I find that the group or people that I'm experiencing life with are not upholding these boundaries, I have two options. Number one, I can look back at myself, This the accountability. Okay, did I do everything I could to ensure that these boundaries were in place? Okay, the other option, change my group, change my setting, find people who will be more respectful of those boundaries. But either way, I have a responsibility and accountability in ensuring that that is my reality. Yeah. Yeah. In summary, you got to save yourself. Save yourself. It has to be you. Save yourself. <laughs> Excuse me. Can you take, take me, me higher? <laughs> so let's summarize the five hard truths of personal accountability. Hard yes. truth number one. Hard truth number one. Bad things are going to happen. Hard truth number two. How you show up in the world is the only thing that matters. Hard truth number three. 
you are responsible for your future. Hard truth number four, you're in your own way. Step aside. Hard truth number five, there is no cavalry. Nobody is coming to save you. You've got to save yourself. You must save yourself. Save yourself. And Um, (laughs) go ahead. (laughs) I was just going to reiterate, we recognize that the episode is about hard truths because they are hard truths. And it's very possible that you were feeling some resistance as we felt when we were learning these hard truths ourselves. So um, we appreciate you coming along this ride with us. And we hope that it landed because it's certainly all of these hard truths have been really pivotal for all of our biggest chapters. And in really getting to our biggest, most wild selves, which is an ever-evolving process. Yes. Yeah. And we love you. And we're sorry if we hurt your feelings. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because we love you so much. We do. (laughs) And it took so much work for us to be sitting here today to be able to even share these. Yeah. And like we said in the beginning of the episode, that we were afraid that sharing these hard truths, which everyone probably needs to hear in some capacity right that we're gonna make people feel bad but feeling bad for me was where the growth started yeah absolutely finding that edge right like transformation happens at the edge and they don't call it hitting rock bottom for nothing yeah so and sometimes having a hard truth hearing a hard truth is the moment of recognition of thinking oh you know what it's not about trying to make someone feel bad, right? Like it's not about, oh, this hard truth, like you need to know this about yourself. It's more, hey, you actually have a lot more power here than you think. Like you're a lot more powerful than you may think in your own life, in your destiny, in your future. Yeah. And that is wonderful. And as soon as you start taking personal accountability, it gets really easy. Yeah. There's a, there's a, I walk around telling people like, I'm neurotic, selfish, and, and this and that and the other. And they're like, okay. I'm like, Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> now we're all on the same page. Yeah. You know? No surprises. No surprises. Right? And yeah. sometimes I get in my way where I'm like, Corey, my partner, will bring it up. And I'm like, you're not allowed to bring it up. He's like, but it's true. I'm like, but it is. Oh, you're right. No, it's true. When, it's I, true. <laughs> when I think about like being in my own way, I know where my work is, you know, like I know where my work is. I know where I get in my own way. I know when I think, oh, maybe you shouldn't take up as much space. Or maybe I think, you know, have certain negative thought patterns about myself. Now, you know, knowing that hard truth, I can say, oh, you know what? I'm actually responsible for turning that thought off. Click, click. And then I turn it off. And guess what? I'm rewriting the story of my day at that Mm -hmm. point because I have the power. Yes. Yeah. You're ultimately in control of everything involving your life, yourself, your thoughts, your beliefs, your reactions, how you show up. Yeah. And how you save yourself. So. Absolutely. So if you are not satisfied with where you're at, take accountability and know that accountability fuels more accountability. So whether it's on a team, like if I'm at work, right? If I'm accountable, my team is going to become increasingly more accountable and more have more personal responsibility. The same goes for family dynamics mm. and with ourselves, right? Because we're the leader of ourselves in our own lives. So if I'm stepping into my leadership and my accountability of my own life, damn, it's going to feel really good and really empowered pretty quickly. 
Mic drop. Mic drop. If you guys have enjoyed this episode or if you've gotten anything out of it that was beneficial for you, like, subscribe, share, blah, 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 blah. We love you all. Thank you so much for your love, support, kindness, and listenership. Yes. Thank you so much. (laughs) See you next Wednesday. See you next Wednesday. Wednesday.